Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? It is Mock Draft Thursday. Hopefully this episode actually goes out on Thursday or Friday. We'll see. Huh. We'll see. Um, I, uh, we have a mock draft this week, mock draft next week, and then we don't do another mock draft until July 13th. That's a Ooh. lie. That's a lie. That's really? A lie. July? That's a lie. Hold on a second. We do uh, mock draft 4.0 on June 20th. So, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then there's not, the not going to be mock, though, at least for... 13th. A week or two, right? Yeah. So after this, uh, after next week's mock draft 3.0 on Thursday, uh, we go into QB wide receiver running backs leapers um, and talk about some guys that you can get that might uh, might have a little. This is a fun. This is the fun. This this you know fun time of year. June, mm-hmm. June for fans. Everybody starts freaking out in July and August. <gasps> I need to draft this guy. Ahead of guys too, and, and there'll Roshan be guys Johnson. that fly up boards. Roshan Johnson ends down. up being uh, top. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, Khalil Herbert will be a second round pick. <laughs> yeah, just get random. Everyone's like, I love, random I stuff. love the Bears. You know, some of the rookies like uh, that's when Anthony Richardson will fly up. Yeah, as the QBs like eight. Unbelievable. So anyway, um, we're getting closer and closer to the fun times. Uh, August is the uh, best time of the fantasy football season, so uh, that should be fun. Two months away. Excuse me. Two months away. Um, but anyway, we're gonna do our second mock draft of the uh, of the redraft uh, off season here, um, and we're gonna break down what we would do in a draft, how we would kind of orchestrate it, um, and we have some interesting stuff which I'll get to in a second. But before we do that, check out us at fanshams.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. If you're listening on a podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, any other podcasting platforms, please leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below any questions you may have for us. Um, and let us know who the winner of the, the mock draft is, because I'm clearly the better drafter. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, dog. You're in the middle of a draft right now, or a rookie draft, right? I am, yeah. We still got two whole leagues to draft, and I haven't even gotten on the pony. And I still want to do a startup, bro. You want to do one startup this oh, year. Oh, shoot. Yeah, give me all of the money. All of the money. All the money. I'm gonna. I'll. Yeah, I'll start that. We'll, we'll get it rolling. Yeah, do it. Do it on we'll Twitter. Take, maybe I should do a whole friggin' episode. Just us drafting. Do it live. Do a oh, thirty-second dynasty long, draft. It's a long. Do draft. it live. Long draft. We can't do that. Yeah. But anyway, um. Okay. So yeah, like I said, we're gonna do redraft uh two point mock draft two point Um this mock draft we are doing a no running back strategy. Both of us are. So um we will tell you how to approach it, what to do. Um very early in the redraft process to do no running back, but I think it might be becoming a strategy that uh, still doesn't work. No, you don't get any running backs if you do this. But um, it's a strategy that typically we don't like to use, but the wide receiver position in half PPR and PPR leagues is becoming more powerful by the year and um, might be beneficial. 
Yeah. If there was, you know, not 30 wide receivers that could all finish as a wide receiver one. Um, so anyway, 12 team, half PPR, all that good stuff on sleeper. Here's the screen. You're looking at it right now. I don't even know if it came up yet. YouTube will, you'll, you'll, you'll get it eventually. Um, I'm pick one six and Rick is going to pick one Oh one, which means we are the one Oh one. We are not getting a running back at one Oh one here. So I'm curious, Rick, Rick wanted to take my joy. Well, you know, he's not going to, and I know why. Well, you're curious. I'm curious because ADP wise, we got two receivers in the top three. So I kind of want to see what a team would look like if you kind of went with that strategy. Okay. All right. We'll see. Um, All right. So Rick has that, uh, like I said, half PPR 12 team, um, no running back strategy. Let's get it started in here. So Rick is on the clock. There you go, bud. I actually wanted to do a little earlier because I kind of want to chase just to see what it would look like. But um, I got to take Jefferson here with the number one pick. Uh, He's probably still the wide receiver one, even though I do think Chase might actually be the wide receiver one. We'll see how it plays out. Team Um, five smashed a couple of beers. Yeah, he did. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, there's no way you're not drafting Justin Jefferson because you have a Justin Jefferson um, love affair. I do. So To be fair, I did before his monster year last year. So Now, I'm, I don't like this. I, I, I was hoping Jamar Chase would kind of... There's no way Chase was going to USA. Look at this draft, though. Chase went two and Taylor went three. McCaffrey fell to the to 104, and then 105 takes Travis Kelsey. Can I trade back? No. Dang. You gotta take a receiver. Um, I mean, I could take a quarterback. It's would that you know? That's true. You could take a tight end. You could take uh Mark Andrews here. One six. Um, a lot of good quarterback. I mean, a lot of good wide receiver options here. Um, I am like I, I feel like the safest best selection would probably be Cooper Cup. But then I'm like I'm nervous about Cooper Cup because he's got, um, he's got some baggage now with an injury, and a team that didn't play well at all last year. That's offensive line kind of sucks. So he'll still get a lot of targets. He'll be really good. But I don't know, like you know, I, I think his his floor is a little bit lower than people anticipate. Um, so like if I draft him as a top three wide receiver and he ends up like the number seven or eight wide receiver, I'm gonna be disappointed. Right. Um, you have Hill who was really good last year. Um, same age as Cooper Cup. Same age as Cooper Cup, but he didn't have an injury. It's only bound to happen. That's true. Week. Love Stefan Diggs, and I feel like I've waited. Also so the same long. age. They're all they're all twenty nine. What what age is Devon? I mean, twenty nine for a receiver isn't, isn't like. That old. Like how old's so, D Hop? Thirty one. Like, and like then I, I have like he's still got a year or two. I have the guys I like. Like I like CD Lamb. I like AJ Brown. I like Amon Ross St. Brown. I like Jalen Waddle. I like T Higgins. I like the. I don't like Debo Samuel. Um, I like Keenan Allen. So I was like, um, well, I don't. I don't like Keenan Allen anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's... But anyway, so you know, I'm kind of looking at this, going like, should I take one of my guys I like, or should I just play it safe? I'm gonna play it safe for now. We'll just take Cooper Cup. Okay, I don't think that's a bad pick. I think, I. Cup does. I agree with you. Rick, he could be a little worse. You wrecked the board. I think, but you forget before the injury last year, he was still putting up insane numbers, right? So, like, yeah. you're still getting a wide receiver one there, even if he does fall back. And I don't think the injury was anything crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's still 29. 
So I, I, I don't think Cup is going to be like the wide receiver one or anything like that, but he's still a good pick. Yeah. Um, after Rick's pick, by the way, Chase went uh, one, two. So we didn't even get half PPR league. We didn't even get a running back until one, three and one, four, which is Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. Some, some RB three went one, nine, poor soul. Some poor soul took Jonathan Taylor as the one, three. Uh, And then Kelsey won five. I took cup. And then after the cup pick, it was Hill Diggs. Austin Eckler, CeeDee Lamb, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams. That ended the first round. We had uh, seven wide receivers go in the first round just because you took Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Now, I have a question. Do you think that drafts will be like this? No. PPR leagues? No. I don't. And PPR leagues, yes. In half PPR leagues, I don't. Oh, well, I was getting, that's what I'm saying. So, like, in a lot of PPR leagues, we might be seeing a shift where in the past it was only like four receivers getting taken, three or four receivers. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, in this, there was only four running backs. Which is kind of interesting. I still think, so you, I still think the positional depth at the wide receiver position is deeper, but yeah, yeah I agree. Think, it makes you think. Something to it does. Go. You could go receiver again, but you could go tight end or quarterback. <laughs> He's trying to trick me. Um, so yeah. And then after, uh, Devontae Adams start the second round, we had, uh, AJ Brown, Saquon Barkley, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, and then Nick Chubb. Um, all right. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Amonra St. Brown here. So I got two slot receivers. I'm just slotting it up. <laughs> slicing, slicing. You I was going to be, I was going to, I was very interested to see if you would take Amonra or Waddle, but I think you made the right choice. Yeah. I was hoping Waddle would fall to me, though. No, you, you're going to get screwed. You have the first pick. Yeah, and I do have Jalen Hurts here. Who I think is an interesting pick. We had Dalvin Cook, uh, Najee Harris, Jalen Waddle, and Brees Hall before Rick's pick, by the way. You're a turn mm. pick, my God. Good turn pick. I'll take T. Higgins. Oh! My first pick. And I'm going off the board with my next one. I although I'm tempted to go Jalen Hurts. Very tempted to go Jalen Hurts. I'm gonna go Garrett Wilson. Okay. Get my guy. That's not That's as far one. off the board as I thought it would be. Um so are you allowed to take running backs now? Are we still doing No, no, dude. Not until round five. Oh, round five? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Because you just got a tight end and two quarterbacks just went off the board. <laughs> and yeah. a receiver. Jalen Hurts, Mark <laughs> so, Andrews, Joe Burrow, Debo Samuel. This is a tough spot. Justin Fields, baby. Wow, okay. I I was I'm thinking you were going to Fields. I was re- so. I'm reaching for the ceiling, my guy. That's So I take honestly, Justin Fields. I respect that. He probably would have been there at 4-7, to be honest with you. Uh, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, um, I believe were ahead of him in the projection, but I'm not going to take the risk. I'm not going to let somebody snipe me, even though there was no quarterbacks taken after my pick. Uh, tra- Travis Etienne, uh, Behan Robinson, who is moving up the boards. Hey, wait a minute. Do we have rookies in here now? Yeah, they're moving up a little bit. Okay, good. All right, we don't look like him. Although I think, I think Gibbs is like round 12 still, so um, – Good job, sleeper. Figure it out. But Bihan goes 3-8. <laughs> We're sorry about the rookies. 
Uh, Metcalf, Aaron Jones, uh, Kenneth Walker, TJ Hawkinson, Tony Pollard, uh, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, uh, Devontae Adams, uh, and then Amari Cooper. So my last pick here before I can actually justifiably take a wide uh, running back here, you know, zero running back strategy. Mm -hmm. I don't know who to pick. I don't know. Who should, do I, you pick? should I reach again? You could. I'm gonna take Chris Olave. That's a good pick. Yeah, I'm gonna take Chris Olave. I was pick. I was actually gonna take um DJ Moore, but I, I don't oh. know. I don't want my brain was like I'm gonna take DJ Moore. Right. So this is perfect. So we can start taking running backs around five. Is that a correct? Yep. Um after so, my pick, Keenan Allen, Kyle Pitts, Lamar Jackson, and DeAndre Hopkins. I wanted Lamar so bad. So, so bad. Um, you know how I feel about Justin Herbert, though. So I'm going to take him. Okay. And now that it's round five, we can take running back. I'll take Ramondre. Mondre. Okay. Uh, after Rick's Mondre pick, we had DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, uh, Chris Godwin, and then uh, Javante Williams. I can take whoever I want here, right? Yep. You, you're free to take whoever. Because Terry McLaurin's fallen here. He's free falling. He is falling a little bit. Judy's there too. There's still some here's, good receivers. Here's the, here's the major issue that you run into when you have this strategy is that the um the running back position turns into like a mellow meshed field of garbage. Um, yeah. Kamara is going to get suspended probably, and most that likely would, that would be too much Saints for my blood. Uh, you, have <laughs> James, you have James Connor. Uh, Jacob Dobbins, who wouldn't be a bad pick. I would say of the guys available currently, um, Miles Sanders and J.K. Dobbins would be the two that I would be interested in um, if I was going running back here. Um, I could mm -hmm. also, once again, take another wide receiver because I have two flex spots. So this is just, you know, shot in the dark with my seventh or eighth pick. And I could go true, true to it on the, the zero running back strategy here. Um. You have guys like Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Calvin Ridley. I really like. Um, you also got, you know, if you like Drake London, you're into that sort of thing. You can do Drake London. Um, but I would definitely like Calvin Ridley is probably a guy that I would consider here if I was to. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I just Terry, Terry McLaurin has fallen, and I'm like, I should not purchase this. I should not draft this man. <laughs> right. Sam Howell's his quarterback. It just screams like, "Don't do it." Right. But uh, anyway, I I think I'm gonna go. I'm, I think I'm gonna have to go uh, with the guy who I think is gonna be really good this year. Get a lot of opportunities. Is much better than the two running backs that they had last year. Um, is gonna be Miles Sanders. That's so. fair. I think I think uh, him and Dobbins are both right there. I think for the best running back available. But. Yeah. You you should probably should have drafted a running back at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I could have gone another direction. But anyway, Terry McLaurin, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Jerry Judy, J.K. Dobbins, Demian Pierce, Mike Williams, Cam Akers, Calvin Ridley, uh, David Amapartunity, uh, James Conner, and then Drake London come off the board. And then I have to I have to make a decision here. Um, the running back position is just an utter catastrophe. Yes, it is. It's a mess. And if I wait any longer, I think it's cheating. Uh, if one of us takes yeah, Gibbs, don't take Gibbs. We can't take Gibbs. We're not allowed. No Gibbs. And who, who else is a rookie here? Zach Chabernet. Yeah. Lay off. All right. 
I wouldn't take I'm him anyway. I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do here. So we have Pacheco, Elliott, who doesn't have a football team. Uh, Pacheco's kind of overrated. Then you have Rashad White in Tampa Bay, who, you know, they're going to suck. Uh, A.J. Dillon is decent, but they also don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. Um, James Cook, Leonard Fournette, who doesn't have a football team. Um, Tyler Aljair, Brian Robinson, Jamal Williams. And then you have Antonio Gibson, who I would consider, but this is just too high. I'm not taking a running back. I can't do this. I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a man who now is totally by himself. Never mind. They don't have a quarterback. I'm, I'm struggling in case you didn't notice. I'm going to take Christian Watson. Fair enough. I think that was probably the <laughs> safe pick. Best. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, um, well, I, I think like might be strong, mm-hmm. but, oh man. Yeah. This is really gross. I was actually going to take Waller here. I like Waller more than Goddard. Get punched in the gut. But take yeah, this L. is, this is gross. So the guy that you were thinking about was Hollywood and he is the wide receiver one, but doesn't really have a quarterback. So I don't know where, like, do I want him? Do I not want him? The running backs are kind of gross I was staring, at this point. I was staring at Marquise Brown, too, and, and I'm, I'm kind of confused because we obviously don't know if Kyler's going to play. Yeah. Um, you know, for large portions of the season. You know, if he does play week starting week one, Marquise Hollywood Brown becomes an absolute freaking steal. Um, right. They cut DeAndre Hopkins, which means that you know Hollywood ends up being really the only target there. Um, so he'll get targeted probably more than he was in Baltimore, and he had some good seasons there. So um, I think there's good stuff coming for for Marquise Hollywood Brown um, if Kyler plays, but if he doesn't, you know you're just going to have a backup quarterback for most of the season, um, and I don't know yeah. if that's a, that's a beneficial thing for him. And then like a guy like Brandon Ayuk is someone who I think is interesting. And he was the wide receiver 15 last year. Mm-hmm. And he's going off the board um, as like what wide receiver 30? Wide receiver 30 Trey Lance is quarterback and isn't a good passer. And he's already like the third or fourth option on that team. You know, I don't know how to feel about that. And I obviously still need a running back. <laughs> man, oh man, this is tough. I this is really gross. I'm struggling here too. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go. Oh my gosh, I'll go Ayuk. Okay. Um, I was really struggling still, between him and Hollywood. I gotta pause the draft for a second here, homie. Okay. I have to change some settings. Um, but you can talk about what your next pick would be. Yeah, and then I think just looking at the running back position, knowing that we can't take Gibbs. I feel like I need to draft a running back here um, as my RB2. And there's really only two guys that I would be willing to draft, and that's Isaiah Pacheco, who I'm not crazy about, and Rashad White, who I'm also not crazy about. That said, in PPR, um, man, but that one's tough too. I could also just go Hollywood here and just double double down on my wide receivers, have the best five wide receivers in in the league, um, and just play four of them any given week. Um, but I am going to take a running back here. I'm going to take Rashad White in PPR. He's the only running back in that room, although Tampa does kind of suck. Um, in PPR leagues, I think he can get five catches a week and just be a solid RB2 for me. Okay, fair enough. 
Um, for whatever reason, uh, we'll see what happens when we get to eight, uh, eight, twelve. Uh, Rick, your last pick. <laughs> it will not let me add more positions. I added a bunch of bench spots before this and updated it, and it's not letting me add anymore. There's a lot on my screen. How many did you add? How many rounds you got? I have 14. Okay, all right. Let me reload. <laughs> I'm reloading. Okay, all right. Yeah, I got all my rounds. All right, good. We're good. Never mind. Um. All right, so... I think I probably should go running back um, at this point. I'm curious, like, where do you what do you think? Like, I'm not I'm not going to draft him, but what do you think? Like for Ezekiel Elliott at this point, like if he I if he lands back with Dallas or he goes to like, you know, Chicago. I mean, uh, you know, if he goes to like uh, Kansas City or something like that, like is that beneficial for him or is he just dead at this point? I mean, he did okay in Dallas last year. So, I I think if he goes back to Dallas, it's probably best case scenario. Yeah. But what what were the other spots like the Bengals maybe um, the Bills? But I feel like, like I don't know. he goes, he's going to end up being a backup. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah. Um. All right. So, I think same with Fournette. I think he's washed. I think here you could go in a plethora of different directions. Um. I think just so I don't lose out on the opportunity, I'm going to draft Muth. Whoa. Oh, over Goddard. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I don't I don't like – I'm not in Dallas Goddard. Okay. I've never really been in on Dallas Goddard. <laughs> I no, like – that is a little bit risky, I will say. Um, Goddard, George Pickens, uh, Schultz, uh, Gabe Davis, uh, Dak Prescott, Elliott, uh, Deshaun Watson, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Cook – uh, Cortland Sutton, Tua Tungabailoa, and then Kyler Murray all come off the board. And now I'm here at 8-7, and exactly what I wanted to happen happened. I'm going to take Antonio Gibson at 8-7. I don't love yep. the pick because um, he should be like in the ninth round at 9-6, but I have no running backs, and I don't really like any of the running backs that are currently available on the board, so I kind of have to go with Antonio Gibson and hope Brian Robinson doesn't rip my soul out of my chest. Um, after I took... Uh, Gibson, Traylon Burks, Brandon Cooks, Kadarius Tony, and Leonard Fournette came off the board. Yeah, I think Gibson was a good pick. Um, man, this is really gross. I, I don't have a tight end, and just looking at the tight ends after um, these next couple guys, it's like it already did fall off, but it really falls off again. So I'm going to take Evan Ingram just to make sure I have somebody. Um, and then Michael Thomas is intriguing, but who knows if he'll play. Mm-hmm. Um, Jahan Dotson and Bateman, I think, are two solid wide receivers that um, I would highly consider Khalil Herbert as well. But just looking at my team and what my build is, um, I'll take Jameson Williams. And he's a guy that I can afford to sit on my bench for a while. And then if he explodes in the second half, to add him to Jefferson Higgins and you, Garrett Wilson would be just a, you an absolute monster. You way down for that one. I'm going to take Dotson. Oh, so you've turned into a Dotson guy, dude. This is two mocks in a row where you've Have taken Dotson. Have I done Dotson twice? It's because you've there's no Dotson one else twice. available. Who am I going to take? Darnell Mooney? I don't know, but you, you went from being an anti-Dotson guy to a pro-Dotson guy. Out of nowhere. That's fair. You can't take Gibbs here. I can't say so you know. No rookies. No Look rookies. at all the rookies are here. Uh, 
Aaron Rodgers, David Njoku, Rashad Bateman, Rashad Penny, um, Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, uh, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell, uh, Dawson Knox, Zay Flowers, Khalil Herbert, Alan Lazard, and then Darnell Mooney came off the board after my pick. Um, there is a guy here that I'm actually kind of intrigued by that I'm surprised is not getting more upside or more hype. Um, and he's being drafted kind of low and it's Damian Harris. I'm going to take him here because I need, you know, you add a little bit of extra running back depth here. Um, he goes to Buffalo, who is a better team than new England Patriots. And last year he had a tough season. Um, you know, obviously with the Patriots staff being the way that it was and Ramondre Stevenson coming on and stuff like that, but he's going to Buffalo James Cook isn't really amazing, and he's not the type of running back that you want to give the ball 100 million times to. So I'm okay with taking him um, here in you know in the 10th round and, and hoping that maybe the flyer pays off because the Buffalo is a good team, and if Damian Harris starts you know, for the Buffalo Bills, every time he gets in the red zone, he's going to punch it in and you know be the way he was two years ago when he was putting up tons of fantasy points. So um, I think in the 10th round, that could be a really good steal. No, that's fair. That's a solid pick here if we're taking running backs. I have another guy who I, I kind of, similar with Harris, I'm surprised that he isn't getting more hype. Um, and I'll gladly take him here. I think he's going to end up flying up boards. Mm-hmm. Is Alexander Madison. Um, considering Dalvin Cook seems unlikely to return to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, he's someone who could end up being a smash yeah. and flying up boards. Now, granted, there's also a chance that Cook stays and that ends up being kind of a bad pick. But it seems like from all the reports coming out is that it's very unlikely that um, Cook comes back. There's talks about him getting cut or traded. Um, so it's something to keep your eye on. And if you're drafting really early for some reason, I think Madison, or even if you're doing best ball, for example, I think Madison is just a great pick. Mm-hmm. Because even if Cook stays and you draft him in like the 10th round, you're getting you know, one of the best handcuffs in the league still at, at minimum. Fair enough. Um, these last rounds should be quick. They should be, but I have no idea who to pick here. Um, man, I'm gonna take my guy Elijah Moore. Uh, wide receiver two in Cleveland. Hopefully, Deshaun Watson bounces back. Uh, after your pick, Russell Wilson, Zach Chabernet, uh, Devin Singletary, Trey Lance. Now, I just want to note that a lot of these rookies, Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith, and Jigga, uh, and Jigga, and Jigba. Um, Zach Chabernet, they're probably going to end up higher. Um, but the sleeper ADP obviously has not completely updated with the rookies yet. Jim yeah, like Gibbs, Gibbs, no way Gibbs, Gibbs makes no it. No way Gibbs makes it to the eleventh round. So, um, whoever got him is getting an absolute freaking poop of a steal. Um, all right, I'm gonna I I, I gotta stop this because I have an addiction. But I'm taking I'm taking Clyde edwards alaire with my eleventh pick. Um, not a great selection. It's probably going to be. We endorse it. <laughs> it's probably going to be Pacheco, but like right around rounds 11, 12, or 13, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer because literally. An upside the, pick. The running back changes for the Chiefs every five minutes. So, um, you know, this could be the year Clyde Edwards Hilaire works out. Um, it could just be a name grab for me, but who are you going to get in the 11th round? Kareem Hunt, who doesn't have a football team. Um, Gibbs, Hunt, Michael Mayer, Odell Beckham, Allen Robinson, who I forgot was with Pittsburgh, makes me feel less good about George Pickens. Uh, Zach Ertz, 
Uh, Hunter Renfro, Dalton Kincaid, uh, and then you've got Cordell Patterson, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, and Devin Kane. Um, my pick is now up again, um, and I am going to take Jacoby Myers. Don't love it, go. but that's a 12th round pick that I can get behind. Myers goes to the Raiders this year. Um, he's probably going to be their slot receiver. I don't anticipate him getting as much targets or work because there is also another guy by the name of Hunter Renfro there. So I think uh, somebody's got to cut the cheese here. One of these two men are, are leaving that football team. <laughs> They're going to have two slots. Um, yep. But Myers could be, you know, they brought him, they paid him, brought him in. It's Josh McDaniels, dude. So he's probably going to get the work. I would, wouldn't be surprised if outside of Waller and um, what's his name? Uh, Devonte Adams that uh, Myers ends well, up. Waller's not there anymore. Oh my God. I keep doing this. He went to the yeah, Giants. He's, yeah. He's on the Giants. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, Myers definitely could be the second highest targeted player on the team. For sure. Yeah. Um, and there's even rumors about Renfro getting traded a cup before the year starts. So if that happens, that would be a home run pick. And even if Renfro stays, I think it's not bad because he's just one of those guys that he might not have a great year, but he's a PPR machine. So he could be getting like five, six catches a week and you could start him at your flex. And he's at least somebody that you could plug and play at wide receiver in weeks when yep. you need it. So it's a good bench player. Um, I'm going to take Greg Dolich, tight end. I think he could have take a year Greg two jump. He had a great Dolich. rookie year um, for a rookie tight end. And then, you know, rookie tight ends usually aren't great. So a year two jump for him is very possible. I, I like, I've been taking him a lot. Yeah. I like the player. Um, next, I'm thinking Sky Moore as just a flyer. A lot of people have given up on him. I was never in on him in the first place, but because everybody's given up on him, um, I'm kind of intrigued by him in like the, you know, 13th round. Yeah. Like, why not? Because Kansas City has zero wide receivers. Because exactly. It's going to be Tony who's going to get hurt by week two. So then it's going to be Sky Moore and, and we love uh, MVS. We are in on I do Tony. love Tony, but like, let's be honest. Um, I might have talked myself into Sky Moore. I, I'm, I'm going to take the guy I was originally going to take, which is Roshan Johnson. Um, has the potential to be the starting running back there with the Bears. Do you think he's going to stay there once this ADP gets up to date? I think he might. I, I do. I don't think he's going to be someone... He might be a little higher, but I, like, I don't think he's going to be flying at boards because they have four, they signed Foreman, and yeah. Herbert feels like he's going to get the first crack at the starting job. But he's just somebody who could um, eventually get up there. So you thanks, took Sky more thanks, in a heartbeat, bro. You didn't even think about it. Yeah, thanks for leaving him on the board. I was literally... I took Myers, and I'm like, I'm going to wait on Sky more. Yeah, I... Um, I could have barely had six receivers something like that. Yeah, I think the I think the upside is is there for Sky Moore because you know he's a first round pick for this team, right? Is that correct? Uh, second round, second round pick. So like they they anticipated him coming in and being a lot better. Um, obviously they traded for Tony and they expect him to be good. So somebody's gonna take a step forward. Like somebody has to, um, in yeah. this wide receiver core. And you know, to me, if you're in the later rounds, like. Tony literally in this draft went um, in the eighth. Sky Moore's going in the thirteenth. So like I'm all on board with that. Like you could you could justifiably draft both guys and and maybe hope for a hit on one of them. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway, uh, after Rick's pick, it at Roshan Johnson it was Foreman, Daniel Jones, uh, Rashid Rice, uh, who also happens to be on Kansas City, um, Jalen Hyatt, and then you have Gerald Everett after my pick, uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, Raheem Mostert, Geno Smith, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jared Goff, uh, Jarek McKinnon, Jonathan Mingo, Mike Gisecki, 
Um, it was Miller, running back for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I forgot. Kendra Miller. Name. What? Say it again. Kendra Miller. Sorry. Yeah, Kendra Miller. Ken- Kendra Miller. Um, Josh Downs, and then Brown for Cincinnati. Chase uh, Brown, I think. Yeah. Geez, what, what, what are all these freaking rookies, dude? Dude, you got to get you got see what right. See, this is the difference. Right when the Bruins lost, because I'm a hockey guy, I went super deep dive into all these guys, so I know them all. You I know Kendra Miller. I just blanked out on his freaking name, which is a good pick, okay. by the way. Um, that is a really good pick. Chase Brown, though, man. What the frick? Yeah, that's a deep dive one. Um, Sixth rounder. Okay, so I already have a quarterback. I don't need to think about this, but I would consider Jordan Love here with my last pick if I if I had taken a quarterback a little bit later than that. Um, a mm-hmm. guy that I am intrigued by, though. <sighs> There's no one really that I'm intrigued by. Um, sleeper pick, Rondell Moore for Arizona. Um, there you go. He's going a little bit later. Hopkins obviously left, so I think he's going to get more opportunity. Um, and he's more of a gadget player. So we'll, we'll see how the situation kind of works out. But as a flyer pick, I kind of like that in the last round. Um, after my pick, Higby, Bigsby, Tank for Jackson. Who's that Tank? Who, I guess there was a big argument on Twitter about Tank Bigsby or, or Travis Etienne, which I'm like, you guys are freaking stupid bricks. Um, Sam Laporta and then uh, Tajay Spears for Tennessee. Um, I would say Romeo Dobbs isn't awful here. Michael Gallup, I think, is a really good pick. Coming off the torn ACL, a full year removed now. Mm-hmm. He had a really bad year last year, but he's somebody who um, is still a good receiver. Wanda Robinson, you could take a flyer on. Kenneth Gainwell, Jeff Wilson, some of these guys, I, I, I think you could take a flyer on. I like Jordan Love too, but I already have a quarterback. I'm going to take the guy we were arguing about this morning, not arguing, but you know, talking about John Mechie. Fourteen. I was gonna, I left I left him there for you, buddy. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I was trying to be. I ended up trading him away anyway, though, in that <laughs> dynasty league. So <laughs> nice. Um, all right, interesting, interesting mock draft. The zero running back strategy continues to be one that I just. I don't suggest, um, and like I don't even mind taking a wide receiver in the first round, but just going into drafts, yeah, with the strategy of not taking like you know, like I've seen people team eleven over here zero wide receiver. Um, Holy smokes! <laughs> I just six saw that. running backs, six running backs to start the draft. Imagine he's going to be trying to trade for wide receivers, and it might work because some of us don't have running backs. Um, anyway. But a lot of them say, like, if you share your draft and you say, oh, I went zero running back and you just didn't draft a running back in the first two rounds, um, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, that's not zero running back. Zero running backs when you wait till the, the sixth, seventh round to draft one. So I figured we wait till the fifth to be more like that. But yeah. I think that's a dumb approach. Seventh round is, re- is To be honest crazy. with you, I've kind of changed my approach a little bit, too, over the years. You know, from first, you know, our first year doing this podcast, we were talking about, you know, running back, running back is the best strategy to go with um, because the, you know, the running back disparities are, are, are wide and, and it still is the case. But I think, you know, if you're comfortable with taking a wide receiver in the first round or, you know, a wide receiver in the second and you go running back in the third um, and do something like that. I mean, you got plenty of guys, especially in this draft, Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne, DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, Tony Pollard, all guys that could go in the third round um, for your team. So I, I think there's benefits there, but just saying, oh, I'm going no running back. Like now you're just screwing around. Right. Like that's not smart. So like 
to me, you know, if you want to take a wide receiver in the first round or the second round and switch between running back wide receiver, that's fine. But I think you should definitely get two uh, high level players in your first two rounds, um, regardless of whether it's wide receiver, running back, or whatever. Whatever ends up happening, like you know, if you end up in a draft where uh, Jamar Chase falls to one six and you draft him there, and then you know you get AJ Brown falling to two seven, then I would take both of those guys and try to figure out running back later. But don't be a stubborn mule and say, oh, I'm going to wait till the seventh to draft a running back. And then you end up with Antonio Gibson and Damian Harris as your starters. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, with PPR being the way it is now and receivers, like, mm-hmm. I don't hate it anymore. Like, I used, I used to really dislike the strategy. I don't hate it now. Seventh round is stupid. That's, waiting till the seventh round is, is ridiculous. But even waiting to the fifth, I don't love. But... You know, if you want to go receiver, receiver, tight end, or quarterback, or receiver, 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 I don't hate that. And and I think some of these guys are going to move up. Mm-hmm. But like Ramondre in the fifth is, I think, a good player. I like Miles Sanders there for your pick. I like Dobbins, like Damian Pierce, Pollard in the fourth round, Swift in the fourth round. Um, B. B. John Robinson's not going to be there, but like Travis Etienne in the third round, I don't mind. So. There's still some running backs there that if you want to wait, mm-hmm. you feel good about. And to be honest, to me, there was a big running back drop off in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Like after probably Pacheco, maybe White and Pacheco, and yeah. maybe, maybe AJ Dillon. Um, and then Gibson's not too, too bad, but like some of the guys like Zeke, James mm-hmm. Cook, uh, Minor yeah. Fournette, Jamal Williams, I Rashad think, Penny. I think like that- as long as you get two running backs before the seventh round, I would say you, you'll be in a good spot. I think the issue still remains, though is that after you get past, like, I want to say the fourth round, there's some guys, like Sanders is not bad, Dobbins is not bad, Ramondre, I'll say after the fifth round. After the fifth round, it's like... Right, it's... It's just a, it's a minefield. It's like... Montgomery, you, there's, there's James some, Connor. If there's some guys that may work out, and there's some guys like, obviously, Devin Kane is going to be a dude that moves up. Did you mention his name a second ago? Um... Yep. Chabernet is going to be a guy. I think Kendra Miller, especially if, if you know, um, he'll Kamara. move up. And I think Rosh, yeah. Roshan Johnson might move up a little bit at 13. Right. But it's like the, the positional disparities where you can literally look into the eighth round. Like, let's go seventh round. Marquise Brown, I like. George Pickens, I like. I don't like Gabe Davis. Get out of here, dude. Um, eighth round, Kadarius Tony, I like. Traylon Burks is decent, yeah. a little bit high, yep. but. You know, it is what it is. Juju Smith-Schuster, if he plays the exact role Jacoby Myers did, um, yep. and he gets that kind of... I don't know if he's going to get that kind of target share from Mac, but, you know, if he does and he plays it's that a good role... Pick in PPR. It's a good pick in PPR, and he would be a good flex. I, I don't mind Baten, Bateman. I don't like Jahan... I mean, I don't mind Jahan Dotson. Jamison Williams, obviously, for Rick. You're also going to have guys like Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jordan Addison, yep. Zay Flowers, who are going to be in that range. Um, and even in the later rounds, yep. there's some decent guys as well, like Jacoby Myers, Sky Moore, um, among others. So it's like it's so deep at the wide receiver position. You don't have to draft one in the first two rounds if you don't feel like you need to. And it's so weak later. There's a reason why a lot of people draft two running backs to start drafts. It's just because by the time you get to that fifth round, it's so hard to find a running back that makes sense for your team. Um because after the top twelve, it's just a it's a freaking wasteland. It's a it's a mess. Yeah, and I mean are, the sixth 
the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth round for receivers are all really good. Yeah. I mean, someone that we didn't even take, but like Judy and Calvin Ridley, that guy taking who took yep. Judy in the at the end of the fifth, Calvin Ridley in the top of the sixth. Mm-hmm. You can make the argument that's a wide receiver one and two right there in yeah. the fifth and sixth round. Yeah, if if Jerry Judy uh, or at least two wide receiver twos, right? So yeah. But so that's personally why zero running back is never a thing that I I it's not if I'm in a real draft that I put money into. Yeah, I'm not doing that. But now here's a here's a counter to that, or not necessarily a counter, but more of a question, mm-hmm. I guess. Are there how many running backs are really worth it to take in the first and second round, like that you feel good about? McCaffrey, Barkley, probably honestly, Josh Jacobs, maybe Nick Chubb, you're Eckler. Have, but there's only like a couple of those guys, right? That I personally feel really Behan's going to be up there. Who? Behan. Robinson. Oh yeah, Behan. Yep. Yeah. Like Taylor, maybe, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, so I would say you McCaffrey, know? Jacobs, um, Eckler, probably uh, Saquon Barkley. I'd feel okay with. Um, obviously, Behan, I'd be good with. Like Derrick um, Henry, Chubb, maybe, but I don't feel good about it. Chubb, I feel good about it. My thing, Taylor's a little bit more questionable, but I think he'll be fine. Um, yeah, I, so I, would, I would. I just wouldn't him. feel like like if you take a receiver, like if you. It's, if you're I, taking... I agree, it's not as clear cut, but like. All of the running backs that have a chance at being a top 12 running back, mm-hmm. like a real legitimate chance of being a top 12 running back, get taken in the first four rounds. Right. No, that is true. Whereas after that, it's like it would take a lot for a guy like Miles Sanders. You know, like I think he can do it in the fifth round, and I'm taking him for the upside in Dobbins too. But like, it would take a lot more for them to end up in that area where they're more likely to be RB twos and, and flexes on your team than anything else. Right. So it is an interesting strategy. It's fun to play. Um, but I, I usually just do BPA best players available. Yeah. And you'll probably, it'll probably work out pretty good. Like for you I, I obviously have my, my tight end and quarterback strats where I'm like, you know, usually I take guys later, like Fryermuth in the seventh, or you know, like I don't know if I, I, I probably if I wasn't specifically trying to do wide receiver, I probably wouldn't draft Justin Fields at three six. I probably wouldn't draft him at all, but just because of the like, I think he's a must draft, and I think he's a great player. And if he's available in the fourth or fifth round, I, I'm gonna consider it if he's on on the board for me. But like, mm-hmm. I'm more likely to take just strategy wise a guy later. But if we're talking about my direction being like my investment being wide receivers and running backs, I usually just look at who is the best available um, based on where I'm at. And then if that guy will transition to the next round, because a lot of people are like, well, I got my two running backs. I can't draft another running back here, you know? So, you know, can I wait on that guy? So obviously those things factor in, but usually it's, you know, what player am I getting right now? And is it the best, you know, for my team available? Yep. So anyway, any other thoughts? No, I think that's it. Okay, there you go. Mock Draft 2.0 in the books. Let us know in the comments who you think won the draft, me or Rick, because I think my team is mid, to be honest. I think my team's kind of mid, but I'll take mine over yours. This is zero running backs. (laughs) But anyway, all right. See you later, guys. Bye. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.